0: At least that's good. Your local, the everything-you-need-to-be-unstoppable store. The UPS store. Be
1: unstoppable. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details.
0: All
1: right, we back at it. Homegrown Radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ head. Hey, yeah, we here. Woo! All right, it's a little different. We're doing something kind of like after the show. We're still doing the podcast. Yeah. Figuring out a different schedule. Um, I'm in the process of uh, moving right now, so that's a whole different freaking story. Uh, But today, just got done with the show, and today has been a a crazy-ass day, to say the least. I mean, it's the first episode of 2021. First Happy New Year. Appreciate the love and the support of everybody that's always been supporting the Homegrown Radio. uh, Show the platform, the podcast. But today all right you've so, dug it or actually you got it from somebody else give give
0: the person credit I, I don't know but shout out to uh <laughs> the Saltine siege on Washington DC aka the, um, mullet the mullet man March mullet man
1: March if you're familiar with what's what's going on right now uh obviously the the electoral college count was going on uh I believe it was at, at the at Capitol Hill right uh, the State's at, capital.
0: At the state I capital. I mean, I'm oh, sorry. The Nation's capital. At the at the, uh, at the Mon- Washington Monument. I mean, the uh, Na- the nation's capital. Capital. Right. Exactly. The Capitol building.
1: Either way, we sound crazy as hell. Not that's what know it's, it's the Capitol building. Either way, the the people stormed. Uh, Trump supporters. Not the people.
0: Trump supporters. Oh.
1: Yes. The, the Trumpers. Sa- the saltine Seegers. Yeah.
0: The saltine Seegers.
1: <laughs> the 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 million mullet march. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, okay, first of all, what was your, your first reaction when you saw everything kind of transpiring?
0: Uh, I was just like, at first, to be honest with you, I, I chimed in mm-hmm. just like everybody else did. But I was like, you know what? This ain't really our our fight. And then I was thinking about it from from two different vantage points, right? And then it was confirmed when I saw uh, Tamika Mallory, shout out to Tamika Mallory. I saw her tweet about her, actually, I'm going to read her tweet I, I was really kind of taken back because
1: I, you know, we've been very vocal about the process of voting and people getting involved and things of that nature, you know, and shouts out to everybody that did show up and show up because not only um, did the elections go in the way that I feel like a lot of the American people uh, wanted, which was 45 being out of office, AKA Donnie T <laughs> yeah, being gone. Dictator Donnie. Dictator Donnie. But also the what people don't, well, a lot of people do know the day before, um, the the reelections in uh in georgia were taking place too mm-hmm. so now not only is donald trump out of office or at least that's what's supposed to be taking place um but now the state of georgia has flipped from republican to Democrat. Yeah. So it's just a whole lot going on. It's now. a lot insert, going on. Insert this, them counting that
0: electoral ballots at, at the Capitol. Yes. And what did Tamika Mallory tweet? Tamika Mallory's tweet says, I suggest that black folks stand back and stand by oh, wow. while these white folks throw a tantrum in D.C. America needs to face its real problem. Don't go out there. This mm-hmm. is not our fight. Right. And so what that did was confirm my thought process that, you know what? This ain't really our fight like that. Like, yeah. them white people got to figure that out. And and I know, oh, DJ Head, here he go being racist or whatever y'all want, whatever people been accusing me of, but it's really like, I'm thinking about it, and in real life, if you think about it, the United States hasn't really made good on their original sins, which is slavery, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. right? So when you see people out, when you see white people out in arms with with people of color for Black Lives Matter, for Latin, whatever is going on, whatever the movement is, it's kind of like, okay, I fuck with that. That's dope. Allies. They're allies. Mm-hmm. So then that's the duality of my thought process. I was like, damn, am I tripping because white people was out there with me, mm-hmm. for sure, protesting yeah. during the Black Lives Matter protests that were going down here in LA. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. But at the same time, this is white people fighting other white people over white people problems. True. So at that point, I kinda at that point when I thought about it from that perspective, I agree with Tamika Mallory.
1: Yeah, and, and I think a lot of uh what, what also my first reaction to it was immediately like although it was yes, like don't don't really it's not gonna say don't say anything. That's not that's not the reaction that I had. It was more or less of like, damn. These people are actually able to go to a federal building or a, a, a government building, something like that's supposed to be protected like crazy. National Guard is supposed to be, you know, protecting us to the highest point, I would assume, when there are threats. And, you know, because Donald was saying, yo, hey, come out there, show up. You know, while they're counting but do the votes. it peacefully. Do it, not even, not even that. But he just yeah. show up, and you know what kind of energy that brings, especially when you roll up your base. So immediately, what I thought when I saw people, you know, going to the Capitol, I'm like. Damn, they got that far. Mm-hmm. Damn, they able to they able to hop the the, the gate. They actually made it that close. They made they're it breaking to the step. windows. They oh they getting in. Oh they in there. Oh they in there. Oh they taking shit. Oh they in up. The, I'm not gonna say the Oval Office, but they're in some offices right now. I think they were in like Nancy Pelosi's office, yep. taking pictures, selfies. Feet you know, kicked up. Feet kicked up. I ain't gonna lie, they got some good pictures off. They got yeah, some good them pictures off. People
0: are off. going to jail.
1: No, absolutely. But what I thought about is again when. When shit was popping off a couple months ago, how I've seen people get arrested, tased, beaten—you know what I'm saying—for way less. Way less. So it's like, oh, that, and I just started comparing the two, and I'm like, hmm, where's the National Guard? Hmm, where's where's the police presence, the heavy, heavy police presence? That's you know, and I start thinking about the tanks. The tanks. I start thinking about, you know, aren't these Officers, aren't these people that are, are protecting a national monument, don't they fear for their lives? You know what I'm saying? All the things that they, you know, with, with Blue Lives Matter or people that are really, you know, protecting the police. Look, if that's your position, if you have family in law enforcement, I'm not going to sit here and say you shouldn't feel a certain way. But now it's like, where is that same energy? Yeah. Why Why? Why didn't we see that? I felt like we didn't see the same presence. I don't expect it. You don't expect it, but at least now it's like, see, just like when when Colin Kaepernick kneeled, we knew what it was. But when people were like, "Oh, you're you're thinking too much of it," oh, it's not even it's not even that issue. The motherfuckers kept getting killed. It was like, see, see, see. We keep saying people's names, so this is another reminder of like, yo, we're really not equal, and and it's showing right now. And somebody tweeted out, I forgot who it was. They said, "This is the the the, Mill- the Million Miler March." They were referring to that. They were like, "This is the ultimate." Uh, proof of what pro- white privilege is. Mm-hmm. So if anybody doesn't understand the struggle and the arguments and why we're looking at it, we're making jokes about it, or why we were, you know, <clears throat> to some degree upset or whatever, it's like, because you have a clear clear example right now. Now, in all fairness, I think four people did die. I think four people got shot yeah. and died. So there were lives lost. But I, even, even with that, and it sounds... Crazy to say, but even with those four lives being lost, it still doesn't feel as heavy as when
0: the the shoes on the other foot when it's on us that makes sense no it, it's not gonna be like that, but the thing is when you when you look at what's going on right now, right, it's like did we seen this shit before? It's just never really been in our country except when you're talking about like the war, the civil wars back in the day, American Revolution, etc but we see this shit all the time on on CNN like yeah. it just be over there it be over there yeah you know what i'm saying we didn't see this shit in in mexico we didn't see this shit in iraq yeah. we didn't see this shit in all these china we didn't see this shit in all these other countries and so now we seeing it over here it's like oh oh it yeah yeah it's yeah. here and and just even the labeling of it
1: like um when when news came out protesters okay all right, you gonna give him name? That that name's fair. Whatever. You gonna give them name? You gonna give them that name fair? Because they could have been like um, political strategists or whatever. They could have found some clever way to. So I I did like the fact that the media and it seemed like a lot of Republicans was like, "Yo, we not for this shit." I, I can say that I've seen on, I've, I've been I was looking on CNN, I was looking on Fox News, a couple of different outlets, and the people that were rallying behind Donald Trump, they were like, "Yo, we didn't want this," but it's like, but. You supported this dude up until this point, so now you can't be surprised Listen. i good, I appreciate the sentiment. I appreciate you speaking out, but God damn it, it's too late now, like you know what I'm saying like there's a damn near uh civil war happening, and you're you're acting surprised um th- there was one more point I want to make, but go ahead.
0: I just wanted to say that here's th- and I was talking to Silas about this shit while while it was going down mm. while it, while all the uprising was happening in d in d c and it was just like. You know what you white people sat by for four years and watched what happened you watched it happen, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like I'm not saying that this is what you deserve those that those that aren't allies those that those are those people who were in
1: support of this person right and those people those people I that think wa- it's got to be clear that you say that too because when we when you
0: say that uh sometimes it's you know, I know how it feels when it when when it, there's a blanket term being out I got here, you so I got you so those people. In, in politics mm. and in government mm. Who have sat by for the last four years And allowed this man to go unchecked This is what happens when you don't check your homies mm-hmm. And I, we always talk about this shit And this is the problem When you don't check your homies Your homies keep getting out of pocket right. Shit happens and now, guess what? Shit didn't happen. Shit happened, yeah. right? So, do I feel bad about it? Not really. Mm. I mean, I understand there's been a loss of life, and that's unfortunate. There's been a loss. Of, there's been a lot of loss of life due to civil uprising, mm. and I'm not. I'm not trying to downplay the the, the person that lost their life mm. earlier today, but also, this is what happens when you don't check your homies. Yeah. Now. The people that sat by and watched this go down for the last four years, let, let this man do whatever he was gonna do, let his cabinet do whatever they gonna do, let hit that hit their supporters, right. run their own plays and yeah. do all that shit, cool. Now, if they burn down the Capitol building, et cetera, I mean, it, that's unfortunate. <laughs> but here's the thing. When y'all, when y'all this the, here's the thing about when they have, when they start burning down the Capitol building and all that type of shit, guess what? It's gonna have to be rebuilt. And you know what? When it gets rebuilt, make sure that the black and brown people that build it, that rebuild it over again this time, just make sure we get paid. Mm. That's it. Just make sure we get paid this time around to rebuild that shit. Because the first time it got built, niggas didn't get paid. I don't know. I don't know if 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 that will
1: be enough. Niggas didn't get paid. I get it. I get it. <laughs> you know what but I'm saying? I'm, I'm just saying, okay, so you hear me out when I say that. I, you want, again, we got to be clear of what we're saying. If if somebody's getting paid, but the the internal structure is still the same, I don't know if I'm down with that. If if the homie's getting a paycheck and the shit is still getting fucked up, the system is still fucked up.
0: No, I'm not down with that either. What, all I'm saying is that, this is all I'm saying. It's very simple. I don't think that—I'm not a, I'm not for violence. Mm-hmm. I've said on the radio that I don't advocate for violence. I've yeah. said publicly I don't advocate for it. I don't like it. I don't participate, et cetera. But I ain't tripping. But when it comes to you not checking your homies and your homies fuck your shit up, I ain't tripping. I mean, that's
1: really— that's your problem. You got to figure that out. That's your problem. That's your issue. It's not. It's none of my business at that point. Uh, the, the point that I want to make about the the labeling also, I said they they could have they they did a better job, but it's to me it still wasn't good enough because nowhere have I seen anybody label what's been going on at the Capitol as domestic terrorism, and that's clearly what's happening. Oh, clearly. So even though you know they were they were labeled protesters, and in some case you know not not looters, but they, I've heard like a couple of outlets call them rioters. Like I, I, I heard some of that same energy, but I'm like, nah, this is beyond that. Mm-hmm. This is domestic terrorism at its finest, and that's what it needs to be labeled as. And um, I don't know. It's just it's a unique time in our lifetime. Um, the reason why it, I not made a big deal about it, but I realized how important it was, was because I see my mom's talk about it. She's like, yo, this is we haven't seen this in our lifetime. And she she lived through. The '60s. Oh, so she like, and and she grew up in the South. So mm. she like, this this is different. Now we had a whole different set of things, but this is different. Like the whole electoral college counting the ballots, that's never been anything that's been public. It's always been kind of hidden, not hidden, but it and it's never been televised like that. Yeah. So this is the first time that it was actually na- nationally televised, from what I understood, and the fact that this took place. While all this was going on, it was just like, oh snap! This is just something that you know. I seen somebody else tweet, "Damn, I haven't seen anything this crazy since nine Now, granted, they're millennials, um, you know, a little younger or whatever. But it's like, wow, this is this is something that people will definitely
0: take with them. We'll we'll remember this time and this this day. Facts for a while. This is um, this is unprecedented. Like I'm like when we were watching, as we were on the radio, we watching these white people count the ballots in the Capitol building, yeah. that just got raided earlier. Right, right. And you And you was like, they're not going home. They're not
1: going home. They, like, they got to finish it. They, they got to finish, finish the counting job. Ballots. Because they want to get, they want to make sure, because again, for the people that don't understand the process, it doesn't stop when election night is over. They then got to do the electoral college thing. And now this is the formal representation. This is like, okay, it's said and done. Now the the, the votes that have been in, we're casting those votes from the from the people to the electoral college now the electoral college um those representatives are now from state to state casting those uh ballots and it was already kicking up dust already already before they start getting in so they get in postpone it so now yeah they back in they like look we're not finishing this shit we got a job to do and it feels like um everybody I I've been seeing that um uh they're looking at possibly impeaching trump with two weeks left i'm like bro you might as well just ride this shit out there's no point in in impeaching a dude you know now nigga you should have did that shit (laughs) two years ago four years ago but either way they're trying to get through the process and make it happen and it's just one of those things uh that we're it's it's crazy now we come to the radio station and do a show you know since Uh, we're here man and i I definitely want to make sure and we were kind of like Sitting back, thinking whether or not we should actually air some shit. But I I thought, and you thought it was necessary that the people had to hear
0: this. The people, I feel like the people deserve transparency.
1: And you want to actually do this on a podcast too?
0: Yes. Okay. So um, we were at the radio station. We were doing our show. and We We are still
1: here. This is literally about two hours ago.
0: Yeah. So we're we're doing our show on on the air. And we're taking phone calls from listeners to weigh in on everything that's going on in Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. with the Trump. Right. Uh protests. Just see how people feel. And see how people feel. Mm-hmm. And so we took a couple of dope calls and then we ended up taking this call right here.
1: Who's this? Hello. Yeah, who's Can this? My thoughts Go ahead.
0: Trump twenty twenty, baby flower. And that's all you got. Well, what I is also, also think the little station, you coons. Coons.
1: That's about it. I got
0: a bucket of chicken. Are you interested? Hell yeah, I love pollo. Maybe a little watermelon, boy. I love watermelon. Maybe a little Kool-Aid. Hey, easy on the sugar. Yeah, yeah, I like Kool-Aid, bro. Maybe a lot of Dr. Dre aneurysm on your ass. He's actually at home recovering yeah, right now. Dr. Dre straight, bro. Maybe a little noose that I can tie around your neck and hang you by a tree, boy. Uh, all right. Yeah, that's a, that's a bit much. You that's a know, little... I got shit to do tomorrow. Yeah, that one kind of hurt. Well, it should hurt your feelings because I thought it hurt your neck. Trump
1: 2020, baby. And... <clears throat> Now mind you this dude called twice.
0: This Un- unmutual I'm a okay. Mind you this dude called twice. Yes, he called once and then he called back again. He called once and just
1: said white power Trump 2020 and hung up. I was like all right, like whatever. He calls back and then that's what you heard, you heard the full conversation. Yes. Um and, and in situations like this, it doesn't it doesn't upset me because I know that people are just trying to pick and try to do things, of course. And try to get a reaction out of it. And, like, he, didn't get no, and he, didn't, he didn't get none of that. He didn't get none. And, and naturally, it, the jokes weren't even funny. So it's like, if you if you had some funny jokes, yeah. I'd be like, all right, you got it. All uh, right, you got it. Like, me. this, is what I said. The last one, all right, that was it was a little harsh. That was a bit much. It's even like the Dr. Like Dr. Dre. The Dr. Comment. Dre one, yeah, though. He got the Dr. Dre off. I was like, damn, like, for real? like That's really how people feel? How, but exactly, that's how people feel. Uh, we aired that call, and when, salute to the people that actually responded. I was like, man, it's not. Don't don't even react, which, you know, we obviously weren't, but they were like, that's what they want. Mm-hmm. They want some kind of reaction out of you. Yeah. They want the people to be divided. Um, but you know, don't don't let that get to you.
0: And we didn't give him the reaction he was no, looking no, no, for. Not at all. So what was interesting to me is like he just kept trying to go and go and go. And so and when he finally I think he realized like, damn, I'm not I'm not getting them. I'm not getting it. Yeah. All right, so you know, let me just move on with my night. But I believe in giving people the energy they're looking for. Mm. So it's it's more like, hey, you want to be famous? I mean, we can make you famous right. if that's what you're looking right, for. Right. It might not be for the reason that you would like. Right. But, I mean, if that's what you're looking for, by all means, we'll oblige you. And the thing that people don't, reala- don't really uh, don't realize is as old fashioned and as analog as radio is, mm. we have caller ID. Right. Very true. So, when you do these types of things, just please know that I have amazing engineers here at iHeart. Oh, yeah. I have amazing engineers here at iHeart. These engineers are so good at finding things in the system. Mm-hmm. They can back, they can trace things, they can re- pull up audio that's gone missing. They can do all kinds of wonderful things here that can be hand delivered to the authorities and the proper white people to be dealt with. <laughs> so, I just want to say that and blanket put that out there for anybody that plans to uh to kashi their way into the into in, the airwaves. You want to get froggy? You know what I'm saying? Leak. Going to leak then? Um, nah, it, it was it was an interesting
1: conversation to say the least. And uh, nah, if we know, I, I guess we've been doing this naturally. I think we don't respond to stuff like that anyway. Yeah. And then on top of that, you know, I asked to do like that part didn't play. I was like, "What's your name?
0: Where you from? Where you from?" Talk to him. What's up? He hung up. Hung up. Of course he did. But one thing that I wish I would have asked him. He ran back to his mom's house to play Call of Duty. Stupid.
1: One thing I wish I would have asked him, I'm like, bro, you listening to a hip-hop station. Facts. Who like who's your favorite rapper? Like you, you have all this pent up aggression and anger,
0: but you taking the time to actually support a hip hop station. Well, not only is he, not only is he listening to the station, he had to be attentively listening to the to station to know the number to pick up the, to hear us say the number for him to call, call us. Right, right, and go through the motions. So by all means,
1: hey, good looking out for the. Uh, we for the, appreciate you. Thanks for the, for the ratings, brother. We
0: appreciate the ratings, my Thank brother. You. Thank you.
1: But yeah that that was that was interesting, man. I, I think that's the first time. I'm. I don't know about you. That's the first time I've ever dealt with anything to that magnitude. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. I've. I've. I've had people mad. I've. Had, I've been cussed out. I've had people report me. I've. I've had all of that. But I've never dealt with a caller being that racist. Oh yeah. I've yeah. dealt with racism, but I haven't dealt with a caller call up and do do that. That's definitely not my first time. Then that's your first rodeo. Oh no. Um, first show of 2020, 2021. Um, I kind of feel like people are setting themselves up for these type of moments and these type of things to happen. Um, and it's kind of, I'm not going to lie, it's kind of annoying when when people say, oh, here we go, 2021, it's, it's the same shit. It's like <laughs> bad shit is going to happen. Facts. Things are going to happen. I don't pin it on the year to be all completely thrown down the drain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 2020 was a wild year. But, you know, give a shit time to breathe, man. I mean, we're going to deal with certain things that I'm not going to lie. This is a crazy-ass start,
0: but, you know, give us some time to breathe. And hey, you know what? Um, I think when we cast that, when we when we put that forecast out there, like, I mean, word, you know, thoughts become things. Words are creative. I we agree. all know the, the art of manifestation is a real thing, but – I, I'm not going to say, like, oh, you know, here we go. But I remember when the Dr. Dre thing happened. Oh, I mean, yeah, we can we talk yeah, about yeah, that, yeah. too. But when that when the Dr. Dre thing happened... For I the people just... that don't know, he had a brain aneurysm. Uh, as of right now, we're recording this on a Wednesday. Was it Monday? It was Monday. Monday.
1: It got reported on Tuesday.
0: Yeah, yeah. So when, when the whole thing went down with Dre, it's like, oh, okay. Because we know we kicked the year off last year right, with Kobe. Right, right. So I was like, damn, this is kind So obviously the way the human mind works we automatically connect dots yeah. and so we're going to connect emotions with a previous emotion that we've had True. or or a different occurrence so when something happens we do that but i think that we have to do a better job in not forecasting the negativity because if enough people do that, it you know, it can be very destructive. Right. So I've been trying to do a better job of that myself. How how do you deal with that? Because it's I feel like it's easier
1: said than done. E- like even when it comes to the resolutions, people are oh man, I'ma get back in the gym or oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a I, I hear a lot of people saying I'ma not do any negative talk. I'm a self-doubt or something I'm trying to leave behind in 2020. How do you um knowing that these things forecasted, how do you stop those thoughts like do you
0: is it a thought thing or do you stop do you not speak it out like how do you handle it um i think the gift and the curse that i have mm. is processing every single emotion i have with logic mm. if i feel envy i process it the way with my brain if i feel love i process it with my brain The last I, time you've been envious of somebody um uh the last time i've been envious of someone
1: so that you recall, it doesn't have to actually be the last time, but the last time the, you had to check yourself, like, damn,
0: okay. I think it was some food. Huh? It was some food that Ot Genesis posted. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was, it was some fire shit. Like, damn. Yeah, yeah. Said, like, I can't afford that. Or I don't be... know where it's at. Or I wish I had that right nah, now. He was
0: traveling, you know, during oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. during COVID. You ain't going nowhere. He was, he was, he was in Tulum. He was, yeah. he was out and about. It's so Tulum, I think they Tulum, went to the Tulum. DR or something. Yeah, man. And so when I was looking at Ot's uh, story, Ot always posts the fire food. Yeah. And so I'm looking at his at his story, and it's like he got big lobster tail, big big pasta, shit, like, shit, shit you don't have, it just, shit I ain't got. Yeah. I, I think I ate a, a pack of ramen that night. So <laughs> you compared it to you like, damn. I was like, ooh, he had big big stupid lobster yeah. with hella garlic. He did. He had a thing of garlic butter, dog. And you when you he took it, he had. To, okay, so you know what a lobster tail looked yeah, like? Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't disconnected from the tail, from the shell. Oh, it was just flowered outside oh, of the shell. Damn. So when you picked it up by the shell, the it's meat just, oh, was just damn. hanging. Yeah, and he took the meat just, and dunked it into the big ass shit of garlic butter and oh man, I <laughs> pissed you off. Oh, I, I was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I was hot. So bro. in that moment, so in that moment, you check yourself, or so how does it work? I, I, I let myself bask in it for a oh, minute. Okay, yeah, you. And, then, it and then after I after I got over myself, I was like, "Damn, okay, it's just to stay focused, stay focused." <laughs> like you know, get off this story because I, you know, when you you know how on Instagram you, you can did. go forward and right, back. Right, right, I just did. kept going back and back to watching it uh, and over and over again. Stupid. Like son of a bitch. bitch. <laughs> Big ass pizza. Big. It was a big, stupid piece of lobster meat. Just ah, so you know that was like one of the times I was envious. And then another time, uh, one of the last times I, I was envious was when um, I went to go celebrate New Year's with Ty Dolla $ign. Mm-hmm. Um, Life flex. Matter of fact, I didn't. We didn't talk about that, but Ty, Ty randomly hit me. Right, mm-hmm. he he text me. Well, he didn't text. He sent me a voice note mm-hmm. on through text. And he was like, you know, what you doing today, head? It was New Year's, it was New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And I was like, shit, I'm gonna be at the house, like pretty much. Like yeah. it's you know, COVID, whatever. He was like, you know, come 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 hang out with me and the fam. Oh, snap. And I was like, send me the address. And he sent me the info. And he was like, We're gonna eat dinner here and then we're gonna go to this little private beach. It's gonna be just me and like my fam, a couple of people, yeah. like once you, you a know, pull intimate. up. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right, for sure. So I ended up going. And it was just what he said. Like, it wasn't, like, no industry shit. It was his, it was his mom, like, wow. his daughter, like, his girl. Like, it was intimate as fuck. And I just, I appreciated that. Yeah. Because uh, me and Ty got a real, me and Ty got a real relationship outside of music. Mm-hmm. Um, and I appreciated him inviting me to that because, like, I didn't want to, I didn't, I couldn't go really be with my mom and shit. So, I remember, I remember, um. Uh, when we went to the beach after dinner, we go we go to the little beach, right? It's a little private beach. I'm gonna say where it is, but we go to this little private beach. Is this
1: like walking distance, or you got to drive from one. Location? We
0: drove from one location to another, okay. and so we get to the um, the little private beach, and they pull out instruments. Oh, niggas about to do some. Cool and they action. were just it when they, and they were just acoustically playing. Dope records, like I'm talking about Roddy Rich, oh snap, the baby, Ty, shit. They were playing the records, but acoustically. Like if you ever, if you remember, like the Unplugged series yeah, 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 yeah. Of, of albums and yeah. shit, like Kanye and and Jay Z who's done that. Yeah. Um, but it was like an Unplugged on the beach. Oh snap! And it was after midnight and shit. It was just dope, and I was like. I'm, i was envious of these talented ass musicians yeah. being able to play instruments because you gotta think we're out on the beach there's no dj booth right right you can't get in there and scratch i can't do i can't thing. do i can't contribute right you, do, you just i need watch. electricity you gotta watch you know what i'm saying so i can't I can't contribute at all. Right, right. I'm just sitting there as a spectator. So, so I did the next best thing. I start documenting the process. <laughs> yeah. This shit is amazing. <laughs> and I'm, play, I'm like, hey, play this. And I'm just throwing shit at them. Yeah. They just playing it. He's and they transitioning like a DJ one thing to the next yeah. one song into the next song into the next That's song. Wild. And I was envious. And I'm like, damn, I want to be talented. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do that. Yeah. I
1: want to play the guitar. Shit like on that. On the Beach, man. I, but in that moment, though. Do you say, do you check yourself and say, oh, no, I'm talented in other places and other things? Like, how do you, at
0: that moment, how do you check yourself? Yeah. I mean, you, you basically, what I do, what I do is I always do a, an audit of my blessings. Mm-hmm. I do an accounting mm. of my blessings. Mm. So whenever something is going bad or whenever I'm feeling a, a certain way or whatever, I always check myself by doing an audit on what we've accomplished, what yeah. we've been through, yeah. where I'm at now, where I'm going. Mm. L- look at look at my life, look at my team. Like even to this day when we walk in the building, yeah, we still be like in here like it it never fails. Every time we always oh, damn, at we look. Damn, they really they really, really, really let us on the radio in here. Like this is wild. And yeah. so it. T- I kind of think about those types of things. Mm-hmm. Even um, when me and you first when we first announced that we were going to do the night show, and I remember we were in the production studio here at iHeart, and right before we went on the air, mm-hmm. I said, "Hey, look. No matter what happens after this." Nigga, we here. We did it. We did it. Yeah. We, we here. It happened. We 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 got here. Yeah. So I think what I do is I play those moments in my mind, and that allows me to straighten out. I mean, that's a good point because I think it's
1: going to be useful and helpful for other people to do the same thing. Like whenever they have those moments, um, they can just. Uh, some people really don't know how to go there or how to how, how to get to that place where they can say, "Okay, let me recalibrate. Let me." Let me be thankful for the things that I do have. And I've talked to people on numerous occasions and try to like pump that into them, like, man, but you got this going on. And you know, and, and sometimes just just replaying that in your mind. It's like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, actually I do, yeah, for sure. Like, so everybody has their own way of making it happen. So I, I was just curious to see how you do it because I think a lot of people can take that and be like, okay, I can apply that into my life. What do you do? Um similar to the same thing, I I look at I kinda I I, I go with family like so whenever i'm like it's the same thing i feel like damn okay this opportunity didn't work out or damn um something didn't pop up or whatever right i go back like i recently told this story to um one of the homies i I was talking to talking to homie mj when we talking about radio right and i was telling him i was like bro you you realize like I've been through the course of radio. This is my, I would say, I, I'm going to give it 19 years. Mm-hmm. For me doing college radio, it's been 19 years, right? And at one point, I sent my my demo, my air check to every station you can imagine. Got turned down, turned down. Even so much as I went to a station in um, about a couple of hours away and auditioned live on the radio. And they were like, man, you good. We're going, yeah, we got you. Never heard back. I was like, oh, shit. Like, what, That's kind of crazy. And I was bummed out about it for a while. Fast forward, I, I thought about it. I was like, yo, if I would have got that job, though, Homegrown would have never started because mm-hmm. I would have been focused on the radio grind a couple of hours away. I wouldn't have been home, and I wouldn't have, like, laid the foundation for what Homegrown Radio is now. So I think about stuff like that in a the moment. Then I think about family, like, yo, I'm, I'm, whatever whatever goes down, whatever I'm feeling, like, whatever, y'all, I got to Amazing wife that supports the shit out of me. I got a supportive like system, like family that no matter what, like they've always encouraged the whole process. Even when I was down and out, no money, no anything, like they were there to support. So it's like, yo, that support system that to me makes me happy. And I'm like, when it's all said and done, I got people like yourself, people like Salas as well, Charday, Sparkle, like our internal team that holds me accountable for shit as well. And I'm like, yo, no matter what, I at least know that I'm not going to be doing no goofy shit because they're going to check me for that too. <laughs> right. So it's like I go back and forth like, yeah, okay, this may not have worked out, but at least you got the homies that's going to put you in check if you do some crazy shit because you want to go there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or, damn, man, I, I wish I would have had this, but, damn, you got an amazing family. You got a little son that's got a crazy personality up the yin Yang. And then I, I, I always think of like, people that aren't in the position, like there are people that really haven't discovered their passion. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, damn, that's, that's gotta suck. Like, and, and I go there, I'm like, yo, at least I have these fundamental things that keep me going on a daily basis. I do what I, I do what I love to do on a day. Surrounded by people that I really genuinely fuck with. And like, I just remember where I was. Like I look at the, my life and even though I've had pitfalls and all these things, there's never been a decline. It it may have started out for a little bit, but it's never, like, went down. Even with the craziest shit, even with me losing my best friend, me losing my dad, like, the DUI, like, all these other crazy shit going on, it's never been, like, a a backslide. Even with the whole drinking, like stop, like, all that, it's never been... A, a down, and I'm I'm grateful for that because I know people that got real life drug problems that and got, never recover and never recover, never bounce back. I got fam, I, I got family that I look at. I'm like, damn, I picked it up in my 30s to say, let me stop. I know what that shit looked like in the 50s and 60s, right? And I know with motherfuckers that ain't here no more that didn't even get a chance to get there. So I'm like, I just get, I get grateful in that sense. I play out real life activities, and so it's kind of similar to that. But I, I guess I go through like real life situations that happen, like oh shit, like, yeah. Okay, I'm I'm I'm. Not, it's not that bad. Like I'm cool. Like you know
0: what I mean? Yeah. Now I feel that.
1: Yeah. So it's that's it, it's it's similar thing, and I think that people can kind of utilize that in, in whatever you got. You don't have to have you don't you don't have to have a family. Whatever it is in your life that you are thankful for, you feel like damn, this is this is great. Focus on that because, like you said, that that's gonna continue to manifest and continue to come out. You know what I'm saying? You focus on the bullshit; the bullshit gonna keep on coming. That's
0: all. That's all I focus on is that type of shit. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I can't. I don't have time to entertain any other thoughts because. But uh, it wasn't easy though. It wasn't. No, easy. It's, it's not easy. That point. easy. Yeah, yeah. But I think what what helps is focus and mm-hmm. like like recalibrating, focusing on what's important. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the goals? Yeah, and so. I remember talking to a female friend of mine and she was like, well, You just seem like you. She said, She said, You, she said, I come to you because you just seem like you got it all figured out. Mm. And I was like, Damn, that's crazy. That's what you think? She's like, Yeah, but I don't have it all figured out. Mm. She's like, Well, you, you, you seem put up that, that image or at least you know. Yeah, it. you seem like you do. And it's like, Nah, I just kind of like, I try to make the best decisions possible. Mm. And, and, it, and, and, and then what I do is I don't care how I feel about it. Got you So That's another layer On why It probably is difficult For me to have Emotional connections And shit like that You don't dwell on it I don't dwell on How I feel about something It's just like Hey this is what it is And and obviously That's probably how Because of how how I grew up Yeah uh, real quick, I, I wanna shout out uh Fuzzy and
1: Q, QDZ, man. Oh Quincy Harris, sorry. I gotta yes. get the right, sorry. Shout,
0: yeah, shout out to Quincy.
1: They, they have the funniest podcast, and I'm so glad that that these two vets and, and, and homies that they, they're telling their story and getting these stories off and, and you know, if you guys don't know who they are, legendary individuals, you understand? Know the connector, obviously, with Fuzzy mm-hmm. and uh Quincy, Quincy Harris who who uh Used to do radio, and now is a, a media personality, does television as well. Just, just great individuals. They got the Frequently Asked uh, Questions podcast, and it's just dope the way the name is is F and F A Q, like Fuzzy, Fuzzy and Q. Q. Yeah. So I, I just love, I love the clips that they've been pumping out. And I don't know if I've had a pub, uh, public or private conversa- uh, conversation with Fuzzy. Like, I'm so glad that he is doing like stories that he can only
0: give. I'm glad he's getting them off right now, and I told him that too. I was like, "So you just gonna go?" Because at first he was, you know, Fuzz was doing a lot of other people's podcasts, mm-hmm. and I was like, "So you just gonna give everybody your shit? You gonna give everybody your pot, your stories? Like you got legendary stories, bro?" He's like, "No, I got something coming on trip." Okay, true. okay, and, and I'm good. like, "All right, for sure," because yeah. like between between Fuzzy and Big, mm-hmm. the stories are infinite. Oh man, infinite! Oh, man. And it was just like, and what's interesting to me, low key is I'm starting to think about things like that. Like, I'm starting to think about, like, like I don't even know. Have we done a podcast since the, the Big Boy and Fat Joe thing? N- I think we might have mentioned it. Yeah, I think we mentioned it. Okay. So, like, things like that are starting to happen regularly. Mm-hmm. And I'm not used to it, right? Refresh people that did, maybe didn't listen to that episode. Okay, so, basically, uh, Fat Joe has a show. On um on Instagram and he he talks to people and it's they, on
1: Revolt don't 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 play him down I'm you sorry know what I'm saying he he, got, he does on he the does Fat it. Joe show
0: the Fat Joe show um uh, on Revolt but he he goes live with people with everybody and he does it and he talks to people and they're telling these legendary stories too you know Fat Joe and Nori too I realize <laughs> have amazing. stories for days yeah. and months and years yeah so um. And just Blaze, too. Cause yeah. I, I've been I've been Club tapping House. in the, on Clubhouse. Yeah, I've, been, I've, I've been hearing it. I've been listening to Just Blaze on Clubhouse. But these stories are just so legendary. Yeah. And so long story short, I was um Fat Joe had Big Boy on, mm. and Big Boy gave us hella props. And I was just grateful for that because like it's just like, damn, like all the shit we've been trying to like, we've been like, bro, we've been we, bro, we've been pushing. Crazy. And so it's, it's kind of like finally, like people understand. Yeah, and so for me, it's 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 crazy to think, but low key, we're gonna have those same stories yeah. years from now. Right, right, right. I mean, we have them now. When you talk about yeah. the department and TDE and yeah. like all these other stories and stuff like that, but just imagine the stories we're gonna have, like as, as we as we get our get our weight up. Yeah, and um. It's kind of like I don't know. Whenever I'm seeing, whenever I see somebody like Fuzzy telling stories, mm-hmm. and it be like, oh yeah, so and so came to the station. He told the story about Beyonce. Oh I believe, my god! And yeah. how Beyonce didn't have time to take photos and shit like that. And I was like, damn, we we got we got stories stories. I got the Kevin Gates story. Yeah. I got the Haiti baby story. I got mm-hmm. I got stories like that too. And it's just like. People are gonna be interested in these stories as time progresses. Cause yeah. Haiti Baby ain't going nowhere. Not at all. Haiti Baby actually look, look like a goddamn cyborg right now. <laughs> and so, um, and he got some shit coming. He sent me some shit too. And P- Perico. Mm. You know, people like that, like where we was over there off hundred and eighth and Broadway, man, walking. Was, we went to the liquor store. Legendary. You know what man. I'm saying? We went from from the from the uh, from the Way out store to the liquor store. We yeah. just over there, yeah. like shit like that. Is is like real? Shit. We yeah. went to Miami and, yeah. and f- to fuck with Cool and Dre and like. We I remember, got. I remember just real quick since we telling
1: quick stories. of one, the, the, the there was a TDE Christmas party. I think it was 2017, and it was the first time I would seen Dot in a while. And I was like, "Dot, what up?" He's like. Chuck, man, hey, man, I'm proud of y'all. Y'all niggas inspiring. Bro, I said, nigga, <laughs> now, I'm insp- nigga, <laughs> you. Inspiring? <laughs> what are you talking about? So to hear Kendrick say that he was inspired by by homegrown and with myself and what you're doing on on radio is like it's those those type of stories and those moments that we're having on on the on, on the day. Like you said, so you're saying it's it's happening
0: more often, I'm way more often. Mm. And so now I'm starting to feel like I belong. Yeah, and um. Yeah, it's just like going back to the fuzzy thing. It's just these stories now. It's like kind of what make me want to listen. Yeah, it's not necessarily like the games or the sticks mm-hmm. or the stunts or like none of that type of shit. It's like, man, tell me. Like, I, I remember talking to um, I was on Clubhouse, right? Mm-hmm. And for those that don't know, it's a Clubhouse. It's a new social media app where it's voice only. So I'm on Clubhouse, and in, in it's five o'clock in the morning. Okay, it's me. Royster 5'9", uh, uh, Daz. Mm. Who needs to get a podcast? Daz. Daz has you need a podcast. Daz.
1: Let me. Can you? Daz. You need a podcast. You're another one of those legendary individuals that tell great stories. It's time. I I, I appreciate the fact that you go on a lot of platforms and do da- You need your own podcast. We're going to have
0: Daz on. We're going to press him to get his own. you got to get his podcast so together. it's me, Royster 5'9". Dash, uh, uh, just I mean no, I'm not just Noriega. Was King Gloss on there too? Nori, and I don't know if it was because I was on at two a.m. and I heard. I No, him. no, I, at this time I don't think he was there. Mm-hmm. But um who's the producer? Who's the producer from New York? Nigga, there's a lot of producers. From it was New the York. it was it, I, Swiss beat, not Swiss. I, I want to remember so bad, but I can't. But anyway there was a lot of people from the East Coast yeah. in the room. Oh, yeah, yeah, And so, and then Terrace was in there. Okay. Terrace Martin was in there. And so I remember asking, because something I always wanted to know from the from the vantage point, because Royce asked Daz about the Suge Knight, the Source yeah, Awards, yeah, yeah. and all that shit. And Daz told the whole story back over wow. again from his vantage point. Mm-hmm. And it was just dope. It's dope to see so many different perspectives of what happened, because right. we, know, we know other people's side of the story. Right. Um, we know Snoop's side of yeah. that story, it, but Daz wasn't on stage with Snoop. He was in a crowd, right? Daz was still in his seat, and he was looking. He had he had motherfuckers from the east coast to the right of him, Ooh, motherfuckers to, from the east coast looking, to the left of him, yeah, and yeah. he like, man, dog up there, and we I'm down here, and I'm looking around like, bro, are you fucking crazy? So it's just like those type of moments, those moments, and then I decided to ask Nori. Nor out to Noriega. I shot I wanted to ask Nori. I said, hey, when when the dog pound put out New, New York, York, New York, York yeah. how did y'all feel about that, low-key? Mm. And Terrace texts me on the side. Oh my God. Amazing question. <laughs> right? And I'm like, because this is the type of shit so I want to know. No, right, right. And Nori told his side of that story. Wow. And low-key, Daz and Nori, that the corrupt Daz and Corrupt and Nori yeah, and, and, and Mob Deep in them. Kind of had issues because when Nori and them shot, I mean, not Nori Capone, up. Capone and Noriega, Capone and Noriega, yeah. when they shot a video, mm-hmm. there was two men being put in the back of a trunk, two un unidentified men. When
1: Capone and Noriega did theirs, or when you talk about when when Daz and Krupp did New York, New when York, when Daz and Krupp did
0: New York, New York. Okay, oh, so that, but you're saying that was Capone and Noriega? No, Daz and Krupp wasn't putting people in the trunk. Daz actually didn't fuck with them at first because he was he was like, yo, who who are them two niggas y'all trying to put in the trunk? Time out. Time out.
1: You're talking about Capone and Noriega. Yes. Capone and Noriega did a video. Yes. Okay. And was it the the New York New York response or was it before New I, York I don't I don't remember the time okay. period. Because they did LA LA, that's why. Yes yeah, no it was in the LA LA. So okay, they so the New York New York came out and then Capone and Noriega responded with so the LA, LA LA was
0: after with New, New York New yes. York. So gotcha. when they did LA LA uh-huh. In the video, they were putting two, two dudes in, in the trunk. Got you, got you. In the video, if you watch the music video. So Daz was like, yo, who's them niggas y'all putting in the trunk? Wow. <laughs> I was like... Wow. I was like, yes. This
1: I is wonder, why I'm here. Wait, so we're... Okay, damn, we got to ask him that. Because I want to know where, like, did they... What, what, was it the Source Awards? where they asked him? Like where did, when did he have?
0: When did he ask him? Or was it to an no, Daz, Daz and Daz and Corrupt didn't really fuck with them mm. because of oh, that. Okay, so it wasn't something that they asked. They were just asking themselves, like, yo, who the who who, who, them, who, who are the two dudes y'all putting in tr- right, the us? Right, 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 right. So they they obviously they all are cool. They got now. a new song together out right now. Yeah, they actually. did. Um, uh, Daz, Daz, Daz and Corrupt did. Uh, the Drink Champs podcast mm-hmm. and everything, so I mean it's all good now. But right. to hear that, that story, story right, right. like first I had first I heard I had Daz Das told his side, and then Nori told his it's side right. of the same timeline. Mm. So it was just amazing to hear right. these stories right. and shit like that. So I love all of these OGs telling these stories because that's that's like it's real history. It's right. real like hip hop history. Yeah. Um. The other story I got was so dope. I asked Just Blaze. I-, I was in a room with Just Blaze, and there was a couple other people in yeah. there. Um, Battle Cat was in there. Different room or same room? Different room. Okay. And it was Just Blaze, Battle Cat, a couple other legendary producers. And I asked Just Blaze what how his relationship started with 1500 or nothing. Because, mm, yeah, that was Because their relationship is like this. Right, right. And, you know, 1500 or nothing – produced everything everything <laughs> and so
1: yeah you can't even just say one song or one artist is every everybody in the
0: industry then and right. just told the story on how he ended up linking that with 1500 and it was just dope to because he's like when the fuck am i ever gonna get to interview just blaze right so all right i'm on this stage i got the opportunity hey let me shoot yeah and so it, it it's really not even an interview it's really just the stuff, conversations, stuff like, that i'll be curious about yeah. like hey how'd you meet 1500 Like right. he was like, Oh they brought him To the studio He said I met them When they were 16 17 crazy. years old And they just had Crazy talent mm-hmm. To the point where I told them to pull up And they kept pulling up And they just never left And we've been together Ever since
1: Wow Man speaking of OGs Man uh, another person I gotta give his flowers to And I'm so glad That he's back to doing uh, Kind of adapting To the new new way Of doing it And it's something We've been kind of You know, whether we've talked to him directly or indirectly, just kind of pressing, like, yo, we need this, not only for the stories, but for the professionalism and for the inspiration. It's Julio G, man. Shout out to Julio. He's bringing West Side Radio back. He's working on the book. And I know we've talked about him countless countless times on the podcast, but he's been doing these um, Instagram lives also, just kind of getting his feet wet with the technology and figuring it out. And it just made it reminded me why, A, I fuck with Julio why I, I fell in love with radio. And just as far as the interviewer skills, I'm like, oh man. Julio's another great storyteller. But he also had Battle Cat on. It was talking about, you know, Domino and, and um, you know, his relationship with with a lot of a lot of West Coast stories and, and West Coast history that I feel like a lot of people that are integrated in the culture don't know because we don't have those history lessons about key moments in, in West Coast hip-hop. I'm talking about from the 1580 K-Day days, from, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, like the uh, the legendary, uh, the uh, the uh, what's the crew that uh, Battle Cat is a part of? The uh, Oh, my God. Not Uncle Jam's Army. I can't think of it right now, but it's it's the Cat crew. It's the Battle Cat and, oh, my God. Anyway, he talked about the timeline and the stories of, of, of just the West Coast history behind all of that, and I'm so glad. He actually had Snoop jump on in the first one, and Snoop played... Uh, a snippet of Mount Westmore. Mm. Nigga, when I say this album that they got is gonna be crazy. Like the the verse that the whatever song, I don't know what song it was, but Snoop, uh Ice Cube. Too short and E40. Too short and E40. We've heard we we knew that they announced it, but to actually hear something, I'm glad Julio got that moment for Snoop to play it and it be attached to him as far as like breaking it and putting it out there. Hell yeah. And I'm just I, I, again with the when it comes to these stories and people that we're we're inspired by you're right. It feels like, yo, we are we we belong in these moments and we're a part of it. And yes, we're, we are fans. We are people that's interested in what's going on. But we're also a part of the conversation as well. And it's it's great to get, you know, saluted by the Julio's and the big boys and being recognized by the Fat Joe's. Fat Joe knowing who the fuck you are. and That was crazy. Wow. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or, or even like so people that don't know about Clubhouse it's the app. Right. But in order for you to be able to talk, somebody has to bring you in. So there's thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people sometimes in a room Mm -hmm. and you might not even get brought up because niggas don't know who you are. So the fact that they said, yeah, come to the stage and you're able to talk amongst these legends is is a testament to, to what you've. Done and what you what you're capable of. So I feel you, man. It's it's, it's uh, Joe Button was a Joe Button.
0: He was the other person in the room. Oh, okay, wasn't a producer. You said producer. Oh no, it was Joe
1: Button. Okay, yeah. but just even even those type of moments. And we've had our our conversations about East Coast and West Coast and how we feel like the West Coast doesn't get us just due and and all that. But to be in these conversations, it's a little bit of like, okay, I tip your hat. Like they people recognize, yeah. which is good. So. You know it's just it's a it's a it's a stepping stone and I, I look forward to more of those type of
0: moments cuz it's only the beginning, bro. I definitely I I definitely look forward to it. Um so I wanted to talk about this and I don't know how far we can get into it, but so a couple of days ago <laughs> The Weeknd drops a video. Okay. And he has faced Mutilated all that, mutilated implant. I don't know what I don't know what he has on his face. Mm-hmm. Now, I'd be reluctant to talk about the weekend because <laughs> the last time I talked about the weekend on the radio, you got in trouble. I had to go to the principal's office. It's two
1: people you can't talk about on the radio. Just for the people that don't know, it's the weekend and Drake. Just leave.
0: Mm-hmm. Just leave it alone. Nah, I'm talking about Drake. Nah, but you You know that that something comes with it. Yeah. But I don't I don't disrespect him. But either way, you, I'm going to get my jokes off. Listen, I don't give a damn. Okay? You nobody's over. All right. All right. For N- sure. Nobody's above the hey, joke. Hey man, I just got here, dog. Look, <laughs> don't fuck this up for me. <laughs> I just got here. Let me let me get my shit off for a little bit. Well, um the last time I talked about the weekend, I had to go to the principal's office and I got a talking to. But my problem my problem with these things, what what happens is is these people do things for attention. Mm-hmm. Right. And when I oblige them, I'm in the wrong. Mm-hmm. So the weekend, one time did his hair weird. I commented on it on the air, had to go answer for that in the principal's office. It wasn't that big of a deal, right? When I saw the photo of the weekend's face Everything in, I couldn't get to the radio station fast <laughs> enough. <laughs> I got to talk about this. I have to talk about this. So then people are calling me. Hmm. Literally, people are calling me. Because you posted something. Because I, posted, there you go. The I yeah. posted the photo. I posted the photo. said, bruh. And just said, bruh. Because I, I didn't know. Bruh. So I was just posting this like, hey, in case you missed it, this is what this nigga's up to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, don't, I didn't have a comment at the time because I didn't know if it was real yeah. or not I just put bro people calling me hey can you confirm that he had plastic surgery do he really look like I don't know the weekend bro yeah. I never met the man Right. you know what I'm saying <laughs> as time is progressing I'm getting my jokes off I'm letting them fly we on the air I'm letting my jokes fly and then you get a phone call from a woman. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I wish I still had that right now. So she
1: calls, and well, one caller, one caller says, Oh, it's a character that he's playing, and you have to watch the videos to kind of see the characters. It's just a character, it's just a character. I'm okay. Another lady calls and says, Oh no, it's it's like a campaign for drunk driving. Mm-hmm. And I, I still, honestly, I still have yet to really research it a whole lot. But I did a quick Google search, and it was like, oh, no, this is real. Like, there's another video that he did like a month ago, and it's, it's, a, I guess, some kind of PSA. I still, honestly, it's, I'm, I'm going to be, be keep it a to- totally on it right now. I really don't care enough to really look too much farther into it. I was just intrigued that this lady knew. Right. And that when I did the Google search, because people be wrong all the time, right. that it was actually somewhat correct. So I'm like, "Oh shit." Um but yeah, I mean, that it's so now, how do you feel knowing that it's a PSA
0: for drunk driving? I I'm I'm not going to apologize for the jokes I got off, but you got them off. I, but I'm just saying that you know, I understand. All right. That's it. I just wanted to get that out there because you know, I could be. I, it could have came across as insensitive. Oh, so you just want to, for the record, for the record. Okay, there we go. For the record, I didn't know, didn't know. What, no, no. what the weekend thing was about. I had no idea. I think we we all
1: made it perfectly clear. Like even the one guy was like, "Oh, you guys don't know? No, I really don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't listen to his music enough to kind of follow the story. I mean, the the average fan, fr- the fan, the fans of the weekend probably know this is a huge joke. Like, because I think he's done a couple of award shows or he's done performances. The, the bandages. Yeah, with there's the bandages a, yeah. on
0: his face. Yeah. I didn't know. We didn't know. So I d I don't know what the fucking point was that. What the point of the story was, but Well, no, I was just I was just addressing it because there's still people right oh, now. Oh, they're still hitting you up about it. Right now. Oh wow. People are right now hitting me up about it. And it's like, I, I don't know what's up with the weekend, bro. Like I have no idea. Dude. But um, yeah, so there's that. Um, I wish
1: hold on, I'm trying to think. I don't think there's anything else. Oh no 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 no! Not talking about that. Um, I think we're good, man. I to be perfectly honest, it was a, I kind of chose not to do. I man, I had a lot of shit going on at the last week uh, of December. We'll get into
0: that in a completely different episode. But a lot I, of things went down today and yesterday that kind of swallowed up a lot of the uh, the energy. Yeah,
1: just, just a lot. I mean, there's there's a lot that's happening, and well, again, we'll probably talk about it later on. But that we we chose not to do it the last show of 2020, um, and just kind of start off fresh. So, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> yeah. It's Homegrown Radio. Chuck Dizzle DJ here. We out.